Well, Kuf Memtes, page Kuf Memtes, the Chazor Shir, the Shir of Le Shabbos, Pashas Nitzav Mugelech. Eich Oikrim Machshavish Lilis. How to uproot destructive, negative thought. We've been learning throughout this parak that a machshava, a thought of a person, is not some passing um, little moment uh, of air that goes through his brain, but rather through a machshava and by means of a machshava, the person is actually transported to that place, to that person that he's thinking about. That's the metzius of where he is, of who he is at that moment. And when a person realizes this, not just to know it, but only when a person is misbeinian, thinks about this all of the time, is he able to realize the, the danger of negative thoughts and the unbelievable wonder and taiv of positive thoughts. That realization, that realization of what a machshav is, and that I am where my machshav is, depends on all of the avayda that we've been doing throughout the Sefer, the avayda of making that separation, the, the havdala, the achna, the separation between the neshama and the guf, to understand, since my machshav, my thought, is the essence of who I am, it's my neshama, therefore, I am where the essence of myself is to be found, not where my guf is, which is once we understand this and we live with this, then we could get down to the practical work of being oiker, of uprooting machshavas that are destructive. Not only that, but it becomes relatively easy because the person over time naturally, as we learned, naturally is disgusted by thoughts that are, that are uh, bad and recoils from those thoughts when he understands and he thinks about how a thought actually transforms him into something, and, or at least transports him somewhere that he doesn't want to be. It was a negative thought. So, now we're going to talk lemaisa, practically, how to be oiker, how to uproot negative thoughts. Once the person identifies himself as a neshama, neshama, that's who I am, my neshama, and I'm in, I'm enclosed in a guf, but the essence is the neshama. He's mezua, he's identified completely with his neshama. As I then, he's, he's terribly disturbed by any negative thought. Because the thought is the ani, the thought is something which comes from the neshama. The the mind of a person is that place of the neshama. Therefore, any machshavara causes a terrible disturbance to the etzem ha'ani. Zalom marshal. We have to again over and over repeat. This is not a concept, an idea, an example. Zalom There's no exaggeration here. A 
for a person who lives in this way, a negative thought is as painful as a needle in that's stuck into a person's flesh. He simply can't hear it. He can't bear it. It makes him sick. He can't think about it. But before the person has reached this shlav, this stage, the individual we're talking about now, that person who has been able to completely integrate within himself all the avayda that we've been learning until now, for that person, as I said before, it's relatively easy, and it's obvious. He naturally runs away from bad thoughts. But for the person who has not reached this shlav, where he naturally is meaning he has not yet reached this way of living and thinking every moment of himself as a neshama that's only wearing the garment of a guv. So for that person, for that person, for that person who has not yet reached this level where it's natural for him to think that way and to feel that way, he has to take times, certain times. He must set aside to work on this, to strengthen and sharpen his self-awareness. The person has to begin to take note of his thoughts. So at a time that he's able to be focused and to pay attention to what he's thinking about, because we think about a thousand, thousands of things every day, and we don't really take note of those thoughts. But if a person could put aside some time, whatever it is, a few hours one day, to take some time that day, and to keep uh, to keep notes that when the person that when the person uh, as we spoke about last Shabbos that the person has a machshavat taiva so he tries to write down to keep to keep a record of those good machshavas when the person has a negative machshava he keeps he, he writes it down what the machshava was. Now, what's this person's avayda? The person's avayda is, first of all, to stop and to recognize what he's thinking about. That's aleph, which we usually don't do. It's just things are just coming in and out. So, first of all, to record, to try to record, to jot down my thoughts for that hour, for those two hours, to jot them down. And then to look over these thoughts. When I see a machshava toiva, because there are going to be some nice thoughts, some positive and good thoughts. When there's a machshava toiva, I should look at this machshava toiva, and I should try as much as possible to stop and to think about it, and to connect to that positive thought, and to try to identify myself with that positive thought. And he tries to connect himself to it spiritually. For instance, the dogma. He reads in the newspaper a very nice advertisement or article that is on the subject of helping certain people. 
But plenty of money could be lechaylim, niskakim. Could be there's an organization, some maizad, whatever it is, that helps that helps poor people, that helps people who are not well. And they're involved in some noble work. And you read this article, or you happen to see this advertisement. Usually we look at it and we okay, just keep on going. Instead of letting go of that, the person takes note of that advertisement or that article. We're talking about a person who's already reading the newspaper. We spoke a lot about that last time. All the negative stuff in the newspaper. So when there's that occasional good thing, that occasional good thing, a, a, a bright spot in a newspaper, some something that's helping other people, a stock or whatever it might be. So, Normally you just look at that, oh, very nice, and you go, you go right there, and even think about it. But what we're learning now is that for the individual for whom this is not natural, you take a look, you, you stop, and you think about this. You think about this. You try to, the Pizhasna talks about this a lot. This is the need of being Mitzayer in your mind in great detail. You could think of people who are not well, Lo'aleinu. And how these individuals who are behind this undertaking to help the, 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 the sick people, you try to think about how they go to the hospitals, how they spend, you try to imagine yourself spending time visiting someone in the hospital. You think about when was the last time that I went to visit somebody. Maybe there's somebody in the family or in the community who could use a visit. In other words, you pause. You pause and you mull over that positive thing in your mind. You work on it and you try to identify with the toiv, with the good that these people are doing. You you think back on different times in your life when you when you went to visit somebody who wasn't well and you know that you gave that person some chizik. And you try to think about that. And you come back to that toiv and you, and you try to connect to that toiv. Because these people... These people are doing something which is good. What is it that these people behind this organization, what is it that they're suggesting? They're talking about trying to help other people. Then you should look into yourself. Do I identify with the kind of things that they're doing? How connected am I to this? to this wonderful work that these people are doing. How connected am I to that? Since we're all essentially good people, we're, we're good people, so when we think about the taiv that is being advertised or being discussed in that article, so when we think about it, we try to find part, pieces of that taiv within ourselves. We try to imagine ourselves being involved and helping and so on, then what's happening is, then instead of it just being something that passed right by your eyes, a, a, a thought for a second without any, without any reflection, instead, your mamik, you enter into that toiv, and you connect yourself to that toiv. Right now in your mind, there's nakuda of toiv, there's something good. So the last few weeks we were talking about the the horrors of negative thoughts, and and I mentioned last time 
because it's this time of the year that it, that it happened, that the, the terrible Maise with the World Trade Center. And and two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I spoke about how how it's impossible for us to to know the damaging effect that those images had, not only on children but adults also, and how those pictures were played over and over and over in the computer and the media and so on, and a million articles about the suffering and the misery and what people went through and to see those terrible sights and those images of, of people dying and of people being terrified and running and so on. But if we now switch to the, if we switch to the other side of that tragedy, and the other, the other side of that tragedy is that there are countless beautiful images of, of thousands of good people who risk their lives, firefighters and policemen, and and simple people, Jews, Lahavdil, non-Jews, the good people, good people. There's a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, who was killed there, and the type of that person that I've often thought about, that he stayed there in his office, making sure that he that he got everybody out, every single worker. He was able to get to safety, and he was left there. He couldn't. And, and the, Came time, he was the last one. When it came time, then the hole was already, there was fire, he couldn't get out. And the last scream that he gave on the phone to one of the chavra before, before his life left him. And the type of that person, of course, there were terrible, frightening images that, that, that we can't get out of our minds. And, and the only thing that a person can do is to try to remember the unbelievable toiv, how that Selim Elohim, the image of God, was shining on that day in a very beautiful way by, 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 by people, how the whole country, the whole country, there was such a strong, strong hergish of toiv. It was clear what was right, and it was clear what was wrong. And, and, and the, the country at that time felt so connected to toiv, to, to the with, to the certainty and the clarity of what America means, of what a democracy is supposed to be, of what it means to be a good, decent, caring person. There was so much time. The whole country was went through such a time of inspiration then. At the same time that that there was such that there was such churban, terrible, terrible things, terrible news and sorrows and so on, and those families and all of the pictures. And, and people spend so much time reading about that and talking about that. But then at the same time, there was probably never such type in the country since, since I don't know, maybe since World War II or whatever, or Vietnam. And there was type also people, it was nice and nefesh to help their country and to help other people. But the type of that day was unbelievable. And to, and to read about and to think about and to, and to take note of the type and to identify with the type and to ask oneself if I were in that situation. Like that guy, like that tzaddik in the room, what would I have done? Would I have tried to help other people? And if I if I if I think to myself, no, I'm a chicken, I would have been the first one to run out, and I would have probably trampled over some old lady to get out. Then one has to try to think. Adarabba, I have to be mechazik within myself, a connection to toiv, and to emulate that, and to learn more about midas toiv, the strengths in the toiv within myself. In this way. In this way, a person on some level, is able to take himself into that place 
and to experience or to connect to and to identify with some of that type that was there. Because this crosses over time. It's, this crosses over time and space. The machshava is the person. And therefore, instead of, instead of seeing yourself standing at a ledge of a building crying and not, and not having anywhere to go, instead of seeing yourself and being frightened uh, 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 of, of uh, being part of the tragedy, to see oneself as part of the heroism, the tzivkis, the goodskite, the taiv, taiv, taiv that was there on that day. But this, again, this is something which the newspapers, uh, even though it, it does it does make uh, interesting articles, people do read about this, but they don't, but the, but the natural inclination of a person is not to think about that so much, but to, but to think more about the, the terrible, horrible things. So a person who's not used to doing this has to take time and to try to exercise the machshavas taivas and to try to identify with the taiv in those good things that he hears, that he sees, that he reads about. There's so much taiv. When you read a maise from a tzaddik, when you read a story from a tzaddik, you don't just read the story and, and walk away from it. You think about it. You try to you try to to think it over what what the type of the tzaddik. When you read stories about just simple people, good people that they did good things, you try to be in that mindset, to be in the story, to try to connect to that story. And when you do that, then you're in this avoda of of bringing yourself into that world of taif. The chain hala, the muim rabim shall dover chiyuvi ma'isim taif amidas taifus wherever there are positive images or portrayals or people. That's why uh, many times over the years we've spoken about this. That's why in, uh, often it's not the story of the great of the great uh, tzaddik. It's not the story of the Chavetz Chaim or of the Chassam Sefer that's on the Gamla Bal Shemtev that moves a person. Because we feel so far from those tzaddik and we can't identify with the Chavetz Chaim. Uh, we can't see ourselves in, in, in his shoes because he, he was such a giant, and we're, and we're, and we're not uh, earthworms. We can't identify with the Chavetz Chaim. So we find that stories about the tzaddikim touching and sweet and inspiring. But, but, it's, the, but it's, it's the stories of simple good people and the good things that they do that, if you th- that, that we're not intimidated by those people. We look at those people and, and we say, you know what, I could be that kind of a person. I'm not so far from that person. I could also be that kind of a person that helps in shul, that helps in the yeshiva, that that does something extra for other people, that that stays behind to, to clean up the swarm. I, I could be that kind of a person. So when you stop and you admire that person, and you look at that person, and you think, such a good person. Look, everybody else runs out from the shul, and that person stays to do this and to help with that. And to think about the goodness of that person, the good skite. And when you think about that, you're not, it's not like thinking about the Chavetz Chaim or the Chassam Soifer, or to think about Rav Moshe. But with, with there the thought is like, okay, there's me and there's Rav Moshe. Well, uh, why do I have a Shaykh's Rav Moshe? It's not, it's not me. It's not me, Rav Moshe was Rav Moshe. But the guy in the shul, that's you. That's you, but it is, is you a little bit more, a little bit ahead of you. He's a little bit ahead. You're, you're a little bit behind in that class. And he's a little bit ahead, but, but that's you, and you can identify with that person. You could see that, you could see that person. 
in yourself. You can see yourself being such a person. So when you think about that type of that person, you think about how good he is and how kind he is. You identify yourself with that nafshis, with your nefesh, your, your mamish, entering into a world of taiv, and you're bringing yourself into that world, which of course doesn't mean that you shouldn't also help do, do the actual thing. But it's a beginning. Midas taiv is hashkafis nachainis. Kol davar taiv shekayim ebriya v'ayvul v'machshava. Anything that you happen to, to, to notice, you you could you could walk you could go you could walk someplace and you're going through a, a park and you see a very sweet thing of a mother that's taking care of a child, playing with a child, or a father playing with a child. That's going to be less frequent, but you'll see something very sweet like that, and you stop for a second. It's sweet. You know, you don't even think about it. But then afterwards, to think about the ahava of a parent, the ahava of a parent, and to think about your own children, and to think about how the Baruch Shalom loves you as his child. I mean, this is a different way of life. It's a different way of life. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful way to live. Anything that's good in the world, in creation, that, that happens to, you see it, you hear it, but it happens to come to your head, into your head. And you dissect this then you try to connect yourself either things in your own life that are similar or to aspire to that but you try to attach yourself to the toiv in that which you've seen and the more you, the more you are toivel in the toiv, the more you immerse in good. The more, the more you um, will naturally begin to distance yourself from bad machshavas. Again, at the beginning, the exercise is to write down, to keep a note, a record, and it's much more chalshav when it's on the paper, as opposed to just saying, "Okay, I know it, I know it." No, you write on the paper. When you write on the paper, see, these are the things I thought of today. The the bad things that I thought of today. You don't show that to anybody and make sure you throw it out. And and the bad things that you thought of or, or all different types that you could put into different into different categories which he talks about he talks about a little bit later. So when you when you when you notice those So Unless you're already advanced, if you're already, if you're advanced and you're holding my dear void we're learning, so you, the second the second that it comes to you, because sometimes a machshav comes from whatever you see something, whatever comes, the second that it comes, you run away from it. You're not interested. Now you're not interested. It makes you sick. You you not you don't want to you don't have any shaykhs to it. That's if you're already advanced. But most people who are not holding by that, the the Eitzachim uh, is to try to turn away from that thought. Certainly, at the beginning of one's avayda, at the earliest stages of one's avayda, before you've reached this stage of being completely identified with the neshama, the avayda of a person is to be mesiach das, to turn away from it, to run away from it, and it's hard. Since you haven't yet reached that stage 
of what of zihui machshavti vachnor vavdolish machshava, being able to completely cut away that which is negative, since you totally identify the person who's more advanced com- completely identifies with his neshama and not with his guf. Therefore, those those um, uh, attacks, those enemies that come from the from the from the physical world, from the world of the guf, that are that are negative, that are destructive. And so the person, the more advanced person, naturally, he he, he distances himself, he runs away. But for people who are not at that advanced level, we have to try to to try to um, to turn away from those thoughts. But after the person has already gone through the process of what we've been learning, okay, nobody's totally perfect, but but relatively speaking, comparing himself to what he used to be, he's reached a very high level. He is, the beginning of all this avayda was to start to notice the things that you're doing, to make a cheshmer hanefesh, and to write down, to keep track of the things that I do, the things that I feel, and the things that I think about. He keeps a diary. He keeps he he, he keeps notes, and he and he and he's already working on this person's already working on being mavara, separating as a toiv mehera. Vehifrit as a toiv mehera. Kubir b'rama gavaya as ilam hargoshes. So in the world of ma'isim. He's already been working for some time to separate, to make a distinction between things that he should do, things that he should have done, things that he shouldn't have done, and and to identify with the positive things, the good things that he's done, and to distance himself from those negative things that come from the goof. So too, when it comes to emotions, now we're talking about the final stage. Which is Elam HaMachshavus, the hardest. It's the hardest, which is Elam HaMachshavus. So the person has a, has a thought, and he has, to, he has to look, and he has to ask himself, is this Toiv or is it Ra? Is this good or bad? Ra. So the answer is it's Ra. Haim Ani Raitzeliyaz Kazev. Do I want to be this way? Okay, so we were talking about uh, so we were talking about um, about the all, all of the uh, hype in the uh, media about the, the Russia that that the singer that died, Michael Jackson. So a person, so a person sees this, whatever this talk about, it, he heard something or he saw an article. So is this first of all, is this is the is this toiv or ra? Again, a human being is complicated. I'm not saying there wasn't any toiv in a person. Every person has toiv, but the, the general the general picture over here is this toy or is it ra? So the answer is it's ra. It's not anything I would wish on my children, on my grandchildren, <coughs> that they should be like that. So it's ra. Haimani writes all the Would I want to be such a person? <coughs> Do I want to be like this? The answer is lo. no. No. But when I think about this person, that places me together with him, that I'm there. The chaberus I see l'sham, it connects me to that place, or to that person, which I've identified as Ra. 
is bad. And then he writes Elias Kazah, since I don't want to be that kind of person. And then he writes Elias Kazah, and I don't want to have anything to do with people that are like that. Or that kind of place. Therefore, what do I have to do? Right now. I must cut away from my thought this person or this place that's ra. The way that one would cut a paper with scissors. First, that one has to call a spade a spade, like they say by the Goyim. And this is something that I was talking about on Shabbos. This, was, this is something that nowadays in America is becoming more and more difficult because the, the borders between Taiv and Ra are, are becoming more confusing and the, becoming more blurred. The difference between Taiv and Ra is more blurred. Whereas it used to be that the world, or at least in our part of the world, there was a certain simple clarity the simple clarity was that uh, fascism, Nazism, communism, some of the, that it's Ra. And you're allowed to speak about the Ra of the people who support those ideas. You're allowed to speak openly about the Toiv of those people who stand against those ideas. And there were cowboys and Indians. Now we understand not all cowboys, now, that, now we know not all cowboys are good, and not all Indians are bad. But when, but when, there was, when there was in the earlier years of the country, <clears throat> until recently, until recent times, there was there was a a passion for that clar- to have that clarity to make a distinction between Taiv and Ra. Obviously, that led to certain prejudices and certain terrible things. And there's 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 danger in that as well. However. When the general principles are guided by, by a healthy set of morals and so on, then to have a, to have a clear vision of what is type. And I mentioned then that when President Reagan got up and he said that Russia is evil. So there was a tumult in the country. Of course, Achim Askedashim now, that when he died, then everybody was uh, because he was the, they were all his chassidim, everybody. But Bishas Maisi, you remember that everybody was, people were very, very upset. You're not supposed to talk like that. Because we're, li- we're living in a time of relativism, and relativism means that terrorists can become freedom fighters. Terrorists can become, or what other, they use different, in this case for the Palestinians, they don't call terrorists, they go militants, or they'll say, they'll say other Lashainas. They'll say, and then you say, well, why, why don't you say the truth? It's a terrorist. Why don't we say the truth? Why don't you say the truth? You had a man, Yasser Arafat, Yamach Shemai. That the guy was, all of his life, was a murderer, a poshet, a prostate murderer. And then, he's, and then it, uh, something happened, and, he, and then every single week you see him in the newspaper, he's shaking this president's hand, he's kissing this, this princess's hand, and he's being wined and dined in the capitals of the world, and he became a politician. He became a diplomat. Something happened where there was a clarity to say, as a, as a murderer, he's a Russian Marusha, he has hands covered with blood of men, women, and children. If you, if you, if you said that, you remember when, I remember that when, that when Giuliani, 
You remember when Giuliani said that he, he can't come to a museum or someplace? I don't remember. Lincoln Center, I think, that there was some sort of a production. And it was a big thing, and everybody was there. And and Giuliani said he's, he's not welcome, that he can't come, come in here. And then Giuliani at that time, he tore up a check that he got from an, a rich Arab. He tore up the check because the guy is uh, a to terrorism. So, the, the, so that that viewer of what's taif and what's ra, of what's taif and what's ra, that's the first that's the first step in a person's avayda. If you don't know what taif is, if you're not if it's not clear to you what taif is, so we're living in a world where if you if you go out if you go if you go on campus and you say you know men are supposed to marry women, you know that's that that's how you're supposed to have families. If you go and if you go on campus and you take out and you take out a, 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 a microphone and you announce that you're that you're a person that you believe that that people who are promoting the idea of women marrying women and men marrying men are evil. Well, the idea is an evil idea. Listen to what people are. But the people, but the idea is a, is a sick, sinister, evil idea. You will be looked at as a Russian. You'll be looked at as a Russian, even though. It's clear from the Seichel Eloki that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to each and every one of us that uh, that's Ra Gomer, that it's complete evil. Nevertheless, those lines separating between Toiv and Ra have become so stretched and so unclear. The beginning of one's Avaidah is First, a clear, clear Identification of Taiv and Ra, and when you have when it when it comes to one's actions, when it comes to one's emotions, and when it comes to a person's thoughts, when it comes to a person's thoughts. So there's a difference between a personal and emotional. Sometimes it'll happen to us. Sometimes we'll be in an argument with somebody else. Where a person is making like a big deal of stuff. Let's say you know um, he had a yard site that week, and uh, he's not talking to he's not talking to the gabbai. He's not talking to this. He's not talking to that because he was expecting to get mafter and musaf and shishi and shlishi and you know uh, the works, the works. So now he's angry. He's upset. But if you could stop and talk to this person and and try to help him be Mavara that thought. And to come to a point where he would admit and say to you, you're right, it is very silly of me to make a big deal out of this and to be angry and not to talk to people because of something with Elia. And I, I identify that now as a ridiculous, immature thought. That's already a great accomplishment. You know that with many people you can't get to that at all. You can't get to that at all. They won't come to that. They will, they will go down fighting to 120. That no, I was slighted. You know, I've been, I've been in the shul for, for years, and I've given so much to the shul. And how could they possibly uh, not give me musaf? Or how could they move my chair from upstairs to downstairs, from downstairs to upstairs, from one row to the next row, from this row to that row? How could anybody possibly do that to me? And the person, so, so, if you, if you could talk to the person, you'll get the person to eventually to laugh and to say, yeah, you're right. It's an Irish kite. I'm saying, you know, it's an Irish kite. It's not toiv. It's not good that I have those thoughts. What can I do? I'm struggling. It's been a problem my whole life that I slip into an Irish kite, the kleine kite. 
That's already an accomplishment. But with many, many people, you can't get them to that point. And, and I'm not saying when I say many people, I mean with myself and ourselves, we don't know. <laughs> we, have things, we all have Mishagasim. We all have Mishagasim. And, and, and when, when a person can at least laugh at something, it means you've got, you've accomplished that for him to laugh and to say, you're right, it's silly. I'm, uh, what can I do? I'll try. That's already a big accomplishment. But, but then you have the person that's just seething and cooking, and, and, and he'll, you know, whatever it is, he'll, he'll even act upon it, and the, he'll leave the shul because of an aliyah or, or something or an oversight, whatever might happen, because somebody didn't say good Shabbos to him, and he'll leave the shul, even though, even though that same person will, will have said a thousand times over the years, there's no place in the world where I could daven only here. There's no better davening than in this place, wherever that shul is, wherever that place. And, I, oh, I love to hear this tyrant. I love this tefillin. I have such gewaldige chaverim there. So you ask him, so, my friend, you made a decision that because they missed giving you shishi, or, they, or they put you upstairs instead of downstairs in Rosh Hashanah, you made a decision now to leave that shul. I myself have heard you say thousands of times how you love the davening, how you love the shul, you love this, you love... I've heard you say that. Can you? Are you saying it's a tithe in your life that you're leaving? Is this tithe? Is this, is this good what you're doing? Is it good? So many people just say, <clears throat> well, I, they'll say something like, I cannot continue in a place. Now I understand what it's really all about. It's all about politics. It's all about money. And now I, and, and I realize what this all is. All along I was making a mistake. Now I know the true tithe. The true tithe is to walk away. There are people that are like that. Most people, I, I would hope, are not like that. And when you reason with them and when you sit and they get calmed down and you talk to them, they'll laugh and they'll say, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm nuts. I have, I'm a sugar with, uh, you know, my father, my grandfather. Also, I've been to 45 shuls because, you know, somebody missed them after Yaina with them or something. And I come from a long line of uh, dramatic and disturbed people. So you've already accomplished something. But it's very hard to be mavaro those machshavos. Once you do that, then you have to, then then you you have to remember that that the that that thought. You have to remember that that thought means that negative thought means that you're in that bad place. Lamaisa, you're in that bad place. Once you have identified that it's something bad that you're thinking about, once you know with certainty that that negative thought is placing you into that terrible place or with that terrible person, then you try whatever you can to cut away from that, just to run away. Once you know how terrible it is, you try to run away. Of course, at the beginning, this is very hard. Every person has an inclination to think about certain things. Is naturally drawn, uh, is naturally pulled to certain thoughts and so on. What Chasid Gemara says, the Gemara says you have an Amor, you have a Goy, and the Goy converts, right? So it says for 10 dairies, you, you have to be careful because if you say something bad about that, his nation, where he comes from, his people, his Goyim, he's a Ger. So I, a Ger, is Kikatan Shanailat, the Gemara says, he's a newborn person, and he's even allowed to marry his mother or his sister. He's a new person, right? Mama's a new person. But be careful, don't say anything bad about, about uh, his uh, past, about his, the garden that he comes from. 
because he's going to feel insulted. He's going to feel insulted. He said, why? Because I was saying that even though a person has changed and he's moved to a different thing in life, he has nitiyas. He has the things that pull at, the things that pull at him. And it's only natural. Since until now we've been learning about how to do this avoida of hachna and havdola in that nakuda of my actions and my emotions. If you've been working all along, that means a large piece of ra has already been taken away. A lot, a lot, because the maisim and the hergeshim, you've worked on a lot. So once you've worked on a lot, then, then a big piece of the ra has already been amputated. In general, we've learned that there are maisim rhyme, there are bad actions, hagoshes rose, emotions that are not good, and thoughts that are not good. After having worked two-thirds of course, not nobody's perfect, but working on the first two thirds of actions and feelings. Naturally, by this point, your your connection to Ra, the volume is much lower. You're, you have much less of an attachment to Ra because you've been working on your negative Maisim and your negative Hargoshes. So now we're holding by the most difficult avoid of all, which is machshavas. So if you have not worked at all on cleaning your actions up, or cleaning your act up, and cleaning some of your feelings, and now you just want to begin with the most difficult thing, which is machshavas thoughts, you want to skip the first two and get right to machshavas, you're like, it's going to be very hard. In your actions, you're very much connected to the world of Ra. So you're involved in Ra in what you're doing. You're involved in Ra in your emotions, in your taivas, in your yaitzes. You, you, you still have that connection. So it's very hard for you since you're still, you're still very much a part of the world of Ra and you're, you're, in, that, you're in that world it's very hard for you to to start with machshavas. Who It's like a person who's trying, who's, who goes, he, he wants to get rid of a tree, and and he, there's this huge tree with a tremendous trunk and deep roots and big branches and leaves and so on. What does the guy do? He heads straight for the trunk. That's a very very hard thing to do. This big tree that has roots deep in the ground of Amulvad Zayisukavamod is also very high. And a lot of branches. Now, the way to get rid of this, unless you have some huge super duper machine, the way to get rid of this, and even with machines, this is what they do, is to first cut off branches. This thing's 100 feet tall. With the branches weigh tons. You can't go there and start wrestling with, the, with this tree. You first have to cut down uh, the edges, and then you have, then you go through the thicker parts of the big branches until you trim it down, and then the higher part of the tree, which may be thinner, until you work yourself down. But to go right away to try to up, pull out a tree from the from the roots, 
page since there are so many branches, it's grown so big over the years, it's so high, that's of course the world of our Maisim and our Hergeshim, it's so big, it's grown so tall, you can't just go for the for the roots, which are the Machshavits, you can't just go straight for the roots. Avokashir is called Mashal Pnei Akarka Gazamnu. Our actions and our emotions are more obvious to us. So once we've already started cutting away at the branches of who we are, our actions and our emotions, all of that is Al Akarka, the stuff that's above ground level we've already been working on. And what's left now is to do what? Akiris Asheroshim is to get to the roots. Look, we know that taking out the roots is harder than, than cutting off some branches. But it's much, it's much, becomes much easier once you've, once you've cut off branches. Therefore, the avoid of tikkun hamachshav, siluk hara me'akach hamachshav tishabadam, driving out the, the that which is evil and bad in my thoughts. Im hu nasa lefnei hachnov avnavavdal shakach hara me'amaisim and hagoshes liyakoshi yosaladam. If you try to get right to the roots to the machshavos and to immediately clean out your brain from every negative thought before you have worked on cutting down the branches of actions and emotions it's going to be, you could you could get you could make progress but it's like an you know it's really slow and it's very hard and there are tremendous setbacks because you still you still have two feet in the world of ra there's a big tree it's grown over the years with lots of branches lots of branches remember i told you once in the shul there was a guy that my uncle told me this my said that there was a a, a, a schnarr a beggar that used to hang out all the time in the diamond exchange. My uncle was on the diamond exchange. And this Shnar was there for years. He used to, and my uncle hadn't seen him in a while. So my uncle, my uncle asked him, Ya uncle, how's business? You know, what he asked him, he asked, how's business? So the Shnar says, ah, he says, Baruch Hashem, Mr. Weinberger, it's very good. He says, I, he holds out his second, he holds out another hand, he says, I opened up a second branch. <laughs> I, was, I, I used to have only, I only held out one hand. And now I open the second branch. Now I collect money with two hands. It's the same thing when we have one of these guys that comes to the door. And you say to the guy, like you see some 28-year-old guy that grew a little bit of a stubble of a beard to make himself look more religious, uh, got somehow money together to pay people to get letters for him, got himself money for a plane ticket, and he's dragging around the streets of the five towns and the Flappish and Muncie and so on. And, and you want to, like, help the guy. So you say to him, what's your name? He says, my name is Gidon. So you say, Gidon, you know, you're a young, healthy guy. You're spending here time. Why don't you, why don't you try to get a job and, and work? And well, Let's talk about who you are in your life. Now, you might want to take that on as a project, and you could get a staff of therapists and see, you know, it'll end up costing more money than the, than the dollar that you're going to give them. But the, the shurish of this person, usually the shurish, I'm not talking about situations where there's no choice of Shemirach. I'm talking about chronically sick people. The Sherish is in the Machshav is so deep. It's so deep that unless unless there's going to be a, a major work done to slowly get to the Machshavis, which a good therapist, a trained person can get to, and to help 
him with his appearances and what he does, his maizim and certain emotions, to get to the underlying inner core of this guy's brain that would that has caused the loss of all pride and all shame and and th- the most basic human instinct of caring for yourself and your family. Akedekach, that he's in such a massive of such of such a terrible massive that he's come to this. So you, you're just going after you're going you're trying to go after the roots, but you haven't worked on the branches, and uh, and the, and and the, this is a big tree, and you can't do that with a guy standing at your door. You can't do that. So the best thing is just to give him a little money and say have a good day, and, and however each one handles these situations. But there's problems, deep problems that people have that are tall trees with lots of branches. And if you try to get straight to the to you try to go to him and say, what, what are you thinking? What's your, you know, he looks like from another planet. You're from another planet. It's very hard to get to the root of something without the first lightening it up with working on branches and so on. That doesn't mean to ignore the root, but there has to be a seder. And the seder is, easy, it's easier to get to the root of something if you begin with Krisis Anaf Machaim, Avaidis Tigra Machshava, Silukara, Nakayah Machshati Shabadim, Imhunas, Lifneach Navadel Shakaram and Amais Magos, Yakoshi Yasamasha, Mashanikan Kashu Hunas, La Akashadim, Siluk Lafakas, Bramagor, which is not the case with at least if you've cut off some of the real thick, heavy branches, at least some of the real obvious bad things you're doing in your life. You've separated, but at least you don't identify, you push them away. Some of the real negative, big, fat branches of destructive feelings you've tried to cut away and to push out of your life. All right, the more subtle little things, you know, there's a lot of work to still do, but at least the fat stuff you've gotten rid of. Then, will be much easier than after doing two-thirds of the work, or at least making inroads in that. It'll be much easier to get to cleaning out one's brain. Not saying this is easy. It will be easier than going straight to work on the Once a person begins to pay attention to his thoughts, he is aware of the things that he's thinking about, which in most of our, in most cases we're not even thinking about what we're thinking. We're not even aware of what we've thought of during the day. And it's not just a matter of you know one's memory being strong or weak. Just don't pay attention. Humavara Aisan Kima Kima. Slowly, slowly you begin to be Mavara, to separate your thoughts into different categories. Tukat Taiv and Ra. Taiv and Ra. And then in those categories you could separate the Taiv into Tarid, Avarigmas, whatever you like, and the Ra into other things. Taiv is uh is incorrect hashkafis. Whatever. You could you could separate you will see that just by clarifying and categorizing your thoughts, you will see into the division of Taiwan, you'll see that slowly you begin to feel mm-hmm. less of a Rotson to think about bad stuff. It'll, it'll, it'll get weaker, that Rotson. Unfortunately, people who are really immersed in bad things and doing bad things. Obviously, they're more inclined to think about bad things. 
their, their lives are, they're, they're very much caught up lamaisa in bad things. Obviously, they're going to think more about bad things. The person whose actions are, are better and whose emotions are healthier. It's natural. Obviously, it's natural for him to think less about Ra. And the more he cuts away those bad machshavas after carefully identifying them, his rotsen, his interest and desire for bed becomes weaker and weaker. A very practical example. Not too many people, not too many people actually steal. I hope. Not too many people actually lamaise in their world of lamaise steal. If you count the people, then there would be only a small percentage that actually steal. Much larger numbers of people who have considered stealing something. Of course, that person doesn't actually steal. Most people don't actually steal. He'll come to his senses and say, that's not the way to do it. It's going to destroy. You can't do that. You can't, you can't steal. Okay, but the numbers are much bigger. The people who actually steal is a very small number. The people who have thought about it, considered it, but then overcame it, it's a much bigger number. The people who actually steal, that number is It's going to be much less, a much lower number than those who have machshavis of gneva, thoughts of stealing. There's a person who's actually a thief. He, he really does steal. There's another kind of person who might talk about it. But he can't bring himself to actually steal. And if he ever makes the decision, yes, I'm, I can't overcome this desire, I'm going to steal that thing. It causes him to have a, a, a very deep fear. He becomes afraid and worried and nervous. Not just to get getting caught inside, it bothers him. Then you have another person that he thinks about stealing. But not like this last guy who schmoozes about it, he talks to a Ghanav about it. He wouldn't even talk about it. Even another person. He doesn't do it. He doesn't steal. He doesn't talk about stealing. He doesn't even really think about it. But he, he has just a rotsen kal, a little bit of a rotsen kal, a tiny little bit. Like, you know how life has not been good to me. It's not things are hard. A little bit of a rotsen to dip into something. But this person is already more refined. And the second that it goes from a rotsen up into a machshava. Even though no one sees him, he, he turns red and he's embarrassed. How could I? What am I crazy? How could I have thought about such a thing? And then immediately he, he, he drops that thought. Rotson is called in, in the books the subconscious. The subconscious of a person. When does the subconscious become known to you? When it takes the form and it goes from the world of Ratzin, of that vague or faint interest or desire, and it becomes known to you when it's revealed in your mind, in your machshavas.
Therefore, in this Sefer, we have followed the order of Tikkun HaMaisen. First, let's make sure you're not a Ganv. You know, you don't actually Ganva Aleph. Tikkun HaMaisen, whatever that Maisen is, we're just using Ganeva as an example. It could be a different Maisen, not as horrible as Ganeva. You, you don't, you don't, you don't Ganva. You don't Ganva. That's Aleph. First, let's, let's first start off with you not being a Ganav. As imagine you're talking to you're, you're talking to about uh, to the Ganav, you don't deal with his Ganavis. You talk to him about all kinds of deep philosophical things. Okay, we first have to get to the Ganavis. So first is Tikkun Hamaisen. Don't be a Ganav. Fixing the Ganavis. Tikkun Hagashis. Then the Tikkun of what of feelings that I have that uh, the world hasn't hasn't been good to me. I deserve more. Uh, these people are rich, so why shouldn't they? And so on and so forth. The Tikkun Hamachshavos. And eventually, the Tikkun Hamachshavos. In Hashem Yizaka, that's the Seder. That's the order. That's the order. And if you skip the first two and you try to work right away in Machshavos to get right away to the root and to the to the big trunk of the tree, you can see some success, but it's very hard to sustain a successful Tikkun in that way by beginning with Machshavos. The way to do it is Kaidim. I have to clarify my life, the bad things that I'm doing to try as much as possible to separate and to distance myself and to stop and so on. And then with the taivas, my emotions, my taivas, and so on. And then, to talk, and then, then, then machshavas. In Hashem Yizak, Yizak is on the Hashem, was Hashem Holo, by Prakim Abayim, Levari Shlavei, Avaitis Adam, we're going to explain the Shlavim. Ad she Yizkel Yis Adam HaShalom, Kfiatachos, Shlom HaMinivra, till each and every one of us can become that person, that person, the Adam HaShalom, Kfiatachos, according to the Tachos, which Hashem created each and every one of us. So now it's Rosh Hashanah. Today is Thursday. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah is Zehayim Tchilis Masech Hazikaram Liyam It's the best. It's the best day of the year to think about all of these thoughts. That's what the thoughts of Malchus Zechayim Shashayfus are all about. Malchus Zechayim Shashayfus. I'm going to be doing with the Chaver in Meridian in a couple hours. The, this Avoid in Malchus. This is all about the Avoid in Malchus. That, a, that Hashem is the king, not me. And making that beer. And all that that means of a person working on oneself according to the Tachlis that Hashem made Adam Harishan, which was on that first Rosh Hashanah. To begin again and to make a Cheshman and Nefesh of who we are and where we're going. And in that Schusp as Hashem, each and every one of us should be Nechtav and Nechtav and Besifr Sadiqim. For a good year, 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 for a